Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is January 20th, and this is episode 149. A fantastic Friday, as always, to you guys. Hopefully everyone is well. We have some very exciting things to talk about today in the charts, obviously. If you're tuning in right now to the price action, we are sitting just above $22,000 on the old Bitcoin. Ethereum sitting just above $1,640. Very exciting stuff. We have some interesting news coming out with Genesis today. They are $5.1 billion in liabilities in the first day of bankruptcy filing. So interestingly enough, this came out today. Uh, Genesis goes under, Bitcoin price pumps like crazy. Interesting coincidence. Yeah. So as always, let's get into the charts, starting with our macros. Taking a look over here at weekly, we have some very exciting stuff happening here. Obviously, we've pushed higher into the green as far as Bitcoin goes. Money flow is officially green now. Everything's looking amazing on these macros. Price, you know, should continue pumping. We need to get through the weekly uh, market structure levels. Still a little bit of headroom to go before we actually get there. There's definitely a possibility of seeing some sort of weekend pullback in the short term. Very, very short term. But as far as the pullback goes that we were looking for two days ago, we've definitely clearly gotten faked out. We didn't end up playing out those bearish divergences that were showing up in the four hour and the one hour. And we've since invalidated them. And now we're looking at potentially reconfirming a 12 hour, 16 hour, and I believe everything in between timeframes, uh, reconfirmation back to the upside. So again, yes, very exciting stuff. We haven't seen an invalidation like this in a quite a long time, quite a freaking long time. So that's awesome. Very exciting. Lots of good stuff to look forward to. Uh, when we push ourselves down into our midterms, dailies, three days, uh, we can see again, reconfirmation, potential re-triple confirmation coming in the next day or two. <laughs> yes, Jonas, maybe, maybe not. I would be very, very careful trying to fight the trend. Yeah, reconfirmation, money flows are turning themselves back up in these daily timeframes. Things are starting to escalate. Definitely. Yeah, our next target would be right in the 24 to 25k level, um, sitting at the next resistance, as far as Ethereum goes, somewhere between uh, $1,780 and $2,000 again. So very, very exciting stuff. We've got lots of level left on our daily fibs to give us uh, to finish off this push if we are going to get re-triple confirmation. Yeah, dailies look good. Continuing to play off of these divergences. Potential for flag in the shorter terms. When we break ourselves down into this four hour, obviously, again, divergences invalidated at this point. We're bouncing off the money flow, the zero line. Everything's looking just fan freaking tastic. If we're going to play out a full flag here on Bitcoin, where is our target for this? Let's see. Yeah, right in that 25, potentially as high as $26,000. If we get the full percentage move up, um, if this does completely play out as a bull flag, um, potentially, I'd say, like I said, I think uh, 25 is a little bit more of a conservative target here. I think you're more than likely to hit that if you shoot a little bit lower, 24.7, 24.600, something in that ballpark. But there's definitely a lot more potential for this to start escalating um, as far as this goes. 
Now, I think we've talked about this, but I'm going to just retune back into it. Essentially, we still need a converging wave on our medium-term timeframes. This divergence obviously still has some girth. We're probably going to see some sort of soft rejection off 25, or maybe even a somewhat harder rejection to hopefully get our medium-term higher low. We could come all the way back into 19 or 20, depending on how high we go here. Uh, if it's going to go all the way to 25, it's the most likely thing is it comes back to 20 to 21K. Uh, possibly a little bit lower, but more than likely in that level zone area. As far as ETH goes, you know, we've technically got a higher low already. Um, I would expect some something similar, though, in the same region. Potentially back towards 1600 seems to be the midline of what's holding us up here. But overall, you know, strength is to the bulls for sure. Market structures are looking bullish. Everything overall is looking really good right now. Definitely maybe some short-term opportunity to, to have price come back but again i would you know me personally not playing into that too hard if i see a really good opportunity i'll jump on it something on daily uh potentially but as we saw with the four hour you know all these divergences just completely invalidated and yeah we're getting we're getting crushed and i mean this move today plays into that there really isn't a huge amount of volume going on in the background though which has me a little bit worried that potentially a pullback over the weekend could come. It's not going to come over the weekend. It may come into early next week. Uh, we have SEC meetings coming up in a couple of days as well, if I do recall correctly. So some interesting things to see how the numbers play out with everything. Yada, yada, yada. Yes, yes, P.O., yes. You know, we could definitely potentially see some sort of sell-off that day, fake out. But overall, again, I really don't think that it's going to be able to hold price down for a very long time. Definitely, definitely a lot of FOMO going on in the market space right now, uh, for sure. You can tell just by the way looking at the orders and ahead of FOMC, exactly. Uh, again, bad news with Genesis coming out today. Uh, interesting that, yeah, we've we've seen a, what are we at, 4 or 5%-ish? So very interesting indeed. Yo, do you have any information going into uh, FOMC? Anything intriguing? Anything interesting? Um, the Fed have been unusually hawkish this week about higher for longer and mentioning like they want to get five percent rates. Like, wow, that's a turnaround. Look, the predict. Oh, you know what? I don't believe it is. Uh, like. No, I mean more so in like their think in their thinking. No, it's not actually. You're 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 right to to say what you said. Actually, I I believe that they're going to counter trade the market, and they've been adamant about this. Like even before they, you know, even at the beginning, they were like, "Hey guys, like when we go from point seven five to five, like it's not risk on again." You know, like don't do that because, like, just stay quiet. You know, chill. But the market will take any opportunity to kind of go nuts and swift bullish and they've kind of actually spoken about this as a problem for them so the prediction is 0.25 bps you know, look 25 percent of a percent <laughs> quarter of a percent mm -hmm. that way percent. um i don't know i listened to some spaces tonight um some twitter spaces because usually get big crowds and i'm on a friday night before fomc and see what you know big brains are, are thinking um, but in terms of how could the Fed, you know, how, how could this, okay, what's the scenario here? The scenario here is that, like, you know, the Fed surprised everybody next week and, you know, 
ever gets wrecked, all, all lungs get wrecked. Um, I don't know if they could spring a 0.5 this late without having kind of sent that, fl- uh, flown that kite, maybe even from last week on. I think it'd be perceived as like a bit too manipulative in respect to trying to temper the markets if they just sprung it. But what they could possibly say is, hey, guys, like, you know, hey, we're going to do another three. We're going to do one these a quarter. They could offer four guidance to say, we're going to slow down, but we're still going to go higher up the hill, you know? Yeah. So that's my prediction, actually, or my gut feel is like, oh, look, there's, if they just come out with a point to, come out with a quarter of a percent, and the market will yeet, like, we're going to have 40K Bitcoin, I reckon. You know? Yeah. Like, it's going to send it. <laughs> All the sideline money is just going to be, sell your house. Seriously, you're probably going to see that <laughs> online. So what's going to be the, what are the Fed going to do to be like, oh, fucking DJs need to chill, man, and just be like, cool with not going to hell. That's my commentary and what I'm sensing, trying to pay attention to. Yeah, fair it's enough. always been volatility or an FOMC. You know, mm-hmm. I assume volatility, just what are possibilities. Right. No, absolutely. And the fact that this is happening on a Friday, too. Yeah, there's a lot of questionable, suspicious things about this uh, recent price push, for sure. I mean, the S&P had a very healthy day today. Um, We're back up almost 90 points from where we opened this morning. So, I mean, that's definitely part of it as well. Um, And it's bouncing at a critical. Sorry? Same boat. They're like coming up to a psychologically big number. Right. The FOMO sideline. Oh God! Oh no! I've ruined my life. I better sell the house. <laughs> Breaks four thousand, man. They're like just that's risk on again. Mm-hmm. Very similar to crypto right now. Definitely, 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 definitely. And um, only other things I can add because I see crypto as a high beta of the Nasdaq. It's just you know a degen casino for tech. <laughs> if we look at it that way. Um, mm-hmm. obviously a lot happening in tech at the moment like Google sprung job cuts today, 6% of the global workforce, Microsoft earlier on this week, 5% of the global workforce Amazon, you know, they're all shedding quite a lot of staff although mm-hmm. still not as many as they, as they have hired since 2020, you know they'll still be above those levels but mm-hmm. um, their earnings are next week and the week after, they're going to be really important um, and I feel just outlining another possibility, maybe a, a bullish or in a bearish case. Um, when that happened to Meta, so Meta really did it first. Like they were the first big tech company to kind of take their pain, and that found its bottom because they had an earnings report thereafter. And Mark Zuckerberg was able to face the shareholders and say, "I've listened to you, and I've, I've done what you want, and what should be done." Mm-hmm. You know, I've cut back on investing in an area that's not going to pay as soon as we need to. And I've cut out all this like pandemic fraud hiring. And, you know, there was a reaction from there, like, you know, because Meta was in, in, it was sliding. And like, obviously, if we look at Google, you look at Amazon, as you looked at the other day, like they're, they're kind of points where they, you know, they go lower, they could fall a lot further. So right. that could, yeah, that's a big signal, man. The, the stock seller are these like hiring cuts, you know, to institutional shareholders. You're going to be like, okay, that's a bottoming signal. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, definitely gonna have a big correlation, I believe. So one of the top three things I'll be looking for the next two weeks is how are they gonna play it? 
<laughs> Doing this. Hell yeah. No, great information. Appreciate it, man. Oh, Murphy's. Um, let's go a little bit into the DXY and the US tenure quickly, guys. Uh, oh, oh, well. Let's see if we can get a better reading here. The uh, Dixie is definitely looking terrible. Absolutely terrible. Every time it tries to get a bounce, it just completely gets slapped in the face, <laughs> written back down. I think we're about to reject again, potentially flipping the market structure fully into a bearish posture. Uh, we are sitting below that key level of 102. US tenure may actually see bounce in the next early next week kind of deal. Um, we're not looking for too much. Pretty much another lower high, potentially with hidden bearish divergence or something along those lines uh, to retest what was key level support. Now, hopefully holding as a resistance and looking for continuation lower from there. So this kind of works in line with uh, continuation up with BTC and Ethereum, as well as the S&P. Again, I mean, if we get a day or two where things have a hard sell-off, we come all the way back into 20 or 19 or whatever the, the case may be. You know, let's say we have a weekend quick term sell-off. Um, I'm definitely going to be looking for those buying opportunities with the way the midterm and the macro are. Um, there's just, you know, for me, it's a no-brainer. Again, obviously not financial advice. Um, yeah, but I think, you know, if, if the market gives opportunities, take them. Just, just don't push yourself into an opportunity unless it comes to you you know the train has started moving again again like we kind of thought that we were going to get a lower high here in the midterm the four hour was going to play out we were going to get that pullback yesterday or today and that's not been the case so we have to play accordingly again divergences were all invalidated um, there's nothing really too bearish on the chart right now in those medium terms or short terms other than the fact that like the you know the volume's low still uh, with the amount of move that we've had so far. So, yeah, I'm kind of expecting continuation up over the next day or two. Potentially, maybe late Saturday or Sunday is when we'd possibly see that sort of retracement potential pullback kind of deal on the horizon. And again, it doesn't need to happen either. That's the whole thing. Like, the bulls are clearly in control right now. And I, I don't think that they want to give the bears any opportunity to either exit their positions or, you know, to give them any hope of, of uh, what may come. Uh, let's go into the shorter time frames quick. Just get a little peeky of what's going on here. Again, the fact that money flow hit the zero line, bounced really hard so far, and the fact that we're right at this local resistance, market structure is flipping back green. We just need to see these fibs extended to the upside here to really get something good. Um, it's saying a lot, potentially. I mean, we still haven't created a medium-term higher high yet, as far as ETH goes. Bitcoin, I believe we have. Yeah, we have beaten that first resistance level of 21,500. Second one here is sitting at 22,500, 600. So, I mean, we may push up a little bit more. We may start to see some pushback from there. But overall, with reconfirmations coming, uh, you know, we can already see the 8-hour already confirmed. Um, so it's very likely that the 12-hour does confirm on this candle close in two and a half hours. The 16-hour potentially reconfirming 
in the same time frame and those hitting at the same time everything kind of lining up right a very very strong signal the fact that we're bouncing off the zero line here of the wolf pack and turning the money flow back up and everything i mean it's yeah good stuff we could be extending into 24 25 by the end of weekend too it's definitely a high possibility here so you know be smart look for those ideal opportunities let the price action come to you if you guys are caught out and you're just sidelined right now you know don't feel too bad there will be another opportunity at some point to get back in at a better price more than likely but for now this rally should continue we'll have to see if we get that short-term medium-term pullback yeah invalidation means not happening right now but definitely could happen by end of weekend something like so Oh, I did not miss this FOMO. <laughs> yeah, it sucks, Ash. I mean, it's it's one of the hardest things to do is sit on your hands and do nothing. It's at one, it's at one of these points where it's like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, yeah. What she can do. If it comes back to 20 or 19, you know, that's that's a pretty, that's 10% cheaper than it is right now. I think that's, that's where I'd be shooting for. Um, again, if we make it to 20, though, we're probably not going to come as low. So just be aware of that. If we go to 25 first, probably only coming back to like 22K, pretty much where we're holding right now. So you got to make that conscious decision. You know, is it worth buying right now? I mean, it is a reconfirmation coming. So it, it, for me, it would be more of an add to your position type of area if, you, if you're comfortable with doing so. But jumping into a position at this point, just it, it's a little risky. Okay. And I would be careful doing so, but definitely don't want anyone missing opportunity. Just, just, it's just, you know, how it goes sometimes. Again, we got totally faked out back here uh, two days ago. We were, you know, we're forming divs. We started to come down 20,500 20, and just, just, just sprung from there. And now potentially playing out uh, bull flag. So, you guys have any questions, any concerns? Anything you want to add? Any news that you've read in the last day or two that was exciting or anything at all? The floor is yours. Oh, oh the Federal Reserve is investigating Goldman Sachs. What? The Wall Street Journal reported that the Federal Reserve has launched an investigation into Goldman Sachs. The probe is re reportedly centered around whether or not the bank had necessary safeguards in place as it ramped up consumer lending. Interesting goes on to say that the Fed is orchestrating the probe to identify whether this person, Marcus, only known as Marcus under this ad, uh, had appropriate oversight according to the publication reports of the matter. Moreover, that it noted that people with information on the situation stated the investigation also observed potential uh, management or governance problems. Mm. <laughs> uh, in the consumer <laughs> business sector. Okay, so I really, man, articles nowadays are just such a kick in the balls. That is the most misleading title. The Federal Reserve is investigating Goldman Sachs. Well, no, they're investigating Marcus, who works at Goldman Sachs. What does this mean? Maybe the system that they use is called Marcus? Interesting. It's not clear, though. Damn, Marcus, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> he fucked up. <laughs> That's what he did. All right, friends. Well, sheesh. 
Interesting. You robbed him. <laughs> Marcus, no! Yeah, I think if there's uh, nothing else you guys want to add or ask, um, we've pretty much covered our bases here. Again, just, you know, looking for continuation for now. Things may change in the shorter term. Oh, yes. Yes. Jonas. Good point. There has been an update to the business plan. <laughs> okay. Well, we won't spoil anything yet, but big things coming, my friends. Alpha V2, just around the corner. Literally around the corner. Ooh, Pip's asking, how come Genesis crap has not influenced the market? Well, I think it is influencing the market, but in not the way that you would expect. Yeah, for one, it's not a real bankruptcy. The Winkle of Voss boys, you know, they have they have butt tons of bit of, of money still, but the LLC of the company is probably going through issues. I just yeah. Um I don't even think it's already priced in. I mean, if they, if they're, if they're, you know, if they're going bankrupt, they have to liquidate their assets, which means that they would be forcibly selling their Bitcoin onto the market. And if someone who's smart and, you know, knows that they're selling this much, whatever, uh, and they're buying it up at a discount, essentially, I don't know. I don't know. Puts more buying pressure in, would be over the counter exactly. So we wouldn't see. You know, I, I don't know. It's hard. It's really hard to say. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's a bad thing overall. It wouldn't be market selling. Well, no, no kidding. No kidding. But I mean, we we would see the ripple effect of that essentially coming out on our end. But, it, you know, it definitely could just be FOMC shenanigans. But it also could be that just the technicals are finally in line with everything. I think that's a point that a lot of people online are missing right now. It's like, yeah, the weekly turned bullish. You know, I don't know what else you want me to say. It's just like, it's how these things go. It was down for almost a year straight. We fell for almost a year straight. Now it's starting to turn up. The tides are changing. People are still in this full-on bearish mentality. You know, and it's like, yeah, the, the bear market's not, you know, it's not confirmed done. It's not completely over yet. But that doesn't mean that we can't rally all the way to 30, 40K, you know, and and turn ourselves down from there. So just keep that mindset in the back of your mind, guys. Like you have rallies in bear markets and you have drops in bull markets, upwards of 50% sometimes, right? And that comes out of nowhere. So this could just be the same situation. The, the puppet masters who are pulling the strings, you know, they realize that not enough people are buying what they're selling and they're pumping the price up to make it look better right oh push it to 40 everyone starts buying again and then they dump it on their face and then they have buy orders set at 20 so when everyone who wanted to buy at 20 now bought at 40 goes back to 20 they're pissed off they sell 50 percent loss market makers are buying at a 50 percent discount and made 100 percent in the first place so yeah it's a kick in the pants you got to be on the right side at the right time. All right, my friends. I think with that all being said, I think we again covered all our bases. Make sure you guys check out tripleconfirmation.com if you're listening to the podcast online. You know, you will not regret it. I think you will actually enjoy it very much. <laughs> check out the Triple Confirmation Trading Bot, all that good stuff. And we will catch you guys on Monday. Make sure to have yourself a great rest of your weekend. Take care. Bye-bye.